0: Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for joining us today. Today, we're going to be talking about the benefits of marriage. I know you will be blessed. So stay tuned and we'll be right back. Well, thank you for joining us today. I'm the Head of Household Broadcast. And with me again, with our special guest, the wonderful man of God, Pastor Bill Smith. Pastor Bill, thank you for being here today again, my brother. It is once again an honor
1: to uh, to serve the Lord in this capacity with you. I'm glad to be here. Looking forward to this particular lesson. Thank
0: you. Yes, yes, yes. Today we want to talk a little bit about um, the benefits of marriage. I love what the scripture said. It says, "A man who findeth a wife findeth a good thing, and obtain favours from the Lord." So think about the benefits of marriage. Think about the favour that you're gonna get from just getting married and having the biblical principles of the Lord in our lives. Just think about that. To me, when it says uh, the man who findeth a wife findeth a good thing and obtain favors from the Lord, because I'm looking at, first of all, that's a woman of God. I'm married to a woman of God and God loves her and God is gonna take care of her. And if I honor God's word, by loving her the right way, taking care of her the right way, God is going to bless me. So think about that. Those that God is opening up because I'm married to one of her, his daughters that he loves so much and he promised to take care of her. So I know you've been married for over 32 years. My question to you today, and this is a big one, It's a big one, my question, (laughs) because I want you to share with our audience. After 32 years, I know you have learned some things, you have experienced some things in life, and you can share with us. After 32 years, what benefits have you experienced in your marriage, in your life, from having such a wonderful wife in your life that God has blessed you with?
1: Well, that's a good question. And I just want to say this uh, to the audience as well. Mm -hmm. It's so important to realize you can do life alone, but the Bible puts it this way. Two is better than one. That's the first benefit. Two is better than one. Mm -hmm. Let me encourage you that even though you could be alone and you could live your life that way, It's really important to have that person, that life partner, that number two that comes along, that you grow together and become one. So that was the first thing, Brother Nelson, that really affected me, is the benefit of having another set of eyes, another mind that did not think the way I thought, saw things differently than what I saw them. And because she did, Mm-hmm. It changed my perspective of life. It changed how I viewed life. It helped me to see some things. Mm-hmm. It helped me to slow down a little bit. Wow. And to see some things in a different light where I may have just run straight on into it and not be able to comprehend it. So mm-hmm. that, that, that first thing was two. I mean, two mm-hmm. is better that than one.
0: one. Awesome. Awesome. And I love that. Two is better than one. You have the second pair of eyes. And when I look at marriage today and I look at our young people today, I always focus on the young people because those that are already married, they're married and they're trying to build. And then we have those that are coming in who want to build, who want to get married and they, they will have to build, build a marriage. If, if they have to put in the work if they want to have a strong marriage, if, they want, if we want to catch up with you sooner or later, which we never will after thirty two years <laughs> but uh if we want a, a marriage uh experience a marriage like what you have experienced over thirty two years, we have to put the work into it. But so many people thinking that marriage is just uh you just get together, you have a house, you have kids, and it's all done but it's way more than that the responsibility because if i'm uh, if i'm if I'm getting married to some to a a, a woman of god I got to look at that not from the not from the worldly perspective, but from a godly perspective of this is a child of God. God loved the child. If I if I treat God's child bad, God's going to hold me responsible. But if I treat God's child the right way, think about the things that will happen in my life. Think about the peace in my home. Think about the, um, the provision, because the Bible talks about the man. He said, you be careful how you treat your wife so that your prayer will not be hindered. So the benefits of having a, a wonderful relationship, a, a good, strong marriage. Most people think, well, you have to go into a marriage with thousands and millions of dollars. You can start with someone who have that that that, um, that mindset, who want to do right, who want to be faithful to God, who want to be faithful to that marriage. And both of you come together and put your wisdom and knowledge together and just build an empire. You can build so much. That's the benefits of having a wonderful woman who have the mindset of Christ, who wanted to, to excel in life. And it becomes like you, you talk about that partner, the two becomes one. That's the other half that you need to start to propel in life. But most people don't see it like that. A lot of people don't see it like that. They just see it as, well, I have a a mate. It's more than a mate. Think about the knowledge that she has. Think about what you can get out of this marriage. Think about the the things that God will do for you if you remain faithful to that marriage. So there is benefits in being married and and talking about being alone. I have friends who um, never get married and have experienced some terrible things in life. Not when I say experience some terrible things in life, after a while, when they get older, they end up alone, gotten a heart attack, and thank God that they had a friend that they could have called and thank God their friend answered at that at the right time. Or else they could have found them there. And a matter of fact, I had a neighbor who passed away. The friend came and asking us, did you see um, such and such? I said, no, I, I believe he's home because his car is there. I'm talking about in real life now. And I said, uh, the car is there. And he started looking, he, well, he came and he went, he went away and he came back again after a couple of days. And he asked, um, did I, he didn't call, this is unusual. He usually called. he didn't call at all. And so we went around the house looking, we start peeking in the window and everything. And when I looked in there, I saw his feet at the, um, on the ground. that He was like trying to go to the bathroom. And he, was, he lived alone, alone. So you see, when you have someone, like you said, two is better than one. And you have that faithful one, that not just faithful to you, but faithful to God. Think about that blessings that can come into your life. So I don't just look at it as just a marriage that two people live together. I look at beyond that, what God is doing between those two people and how the the, the benefits of the happiness and joy that they can enjoy than to live and end up like um, one of our neighbors, just like that. Mm-hmm. So I love that, what you say, the two becomes one. Mm-hmm. So what you think about that? Being be able to grow together, even unto old age, mm-hmm how does that impact your life? How does that make, because after 32 years now, how does that make you, how it make you feel to have someone that you're growing all the way into your golden age of life together?
1: Well, you know, it's a great question.
0: I think it's important
1: for us to remember that when you do have that other person, when that person comes as, comes aside and becomes a part of you, I think the benefit there is that you have now a wholeness and a completeness that you may not have had before. Right. Sometimes people can have a idea that this person is just here, and they're just here temporarily, and, mm-hmm. and they go into the marriage with this kind of mindset that I want to warn you against, Is going into the marriage with the mindset that says, well, I'm only here until they do X number of things. And Mm -hmm. if they stop doing this, these things that's on my list, or if they stray into a certain area, Mm -hmm. then I'm cutting them off." Well, actually, what's happening there is you are not allowing the person room to expand. Mm. You're not allowing them room to grow. Right? So you're saying that you're the only one Mm -hmm. that has all the answers. You're the only one that can make all the decisions. You're the only one that's gonna see change in your life, not in her life. No, the two shall become one. You gotta allow yourself the time Mm -hmm. and the patience, if I might add, to say Mm -hmm. we can become one Mm -hmm. if we work at this thing.
0: Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that. And you can see why we have you on this show, man. You can see why we have you on this show, people. The, the, the wisdom and, and the experience that he has, you building me up. And I know what you're doing for those out there that is watching. And another uh, question I wanna ask, um, how about a marriage that is built? What, what's the difference between one that is built on uh, the world's point of view than one that is built on godly principles? What do you think about that?
1: That's a great question. Um, The the Bible puts it this way, that there's one that's built on the sand Mm -hmm. and there's a house that is built on the rock. Wow. Things that are built, uh, marriages that are built on the foundation of Mm -hmm. biblical principles. Mm -hmm. And you see this Bible in front of us. Those are the marriages that I have discovered right. over the course of counseling many years, over the course of sharing with people that survive. Mm-hmm. I didn't say they don't go through challenges. Right. I didn't say that they don't go through um, some things that will take them time to overcome, but they're but they're rooted and grounded. Right. Now on the right. other end, the world says that, or the system of the world, I'll put it that way, mm-hmm. not everybody, right. but the system of the world dictates this. Mm-hmm. It says that, if you marry somebody, right, go get uh, another piece of paper, mm-hmm. right? We all know what that is, right? Right. We go get that other piece of paper that I don't, you know, that I don't even want to mention here, <laughs> <laughs> amen. And yeah. uh, therefore, if we have any trouble with this person, right. that other pe- that other piece of paper mm-hmm. also says that we don't have to deal with it anymore. Right. We can cut our mm-hmm. ties, cut our losses, whatever you want to mm-hmm. do. But here is the real principle behind it if you will trust god right because it's a matter of trust right if you will come into the marriage clear right mm-hmm. erase all doubt all fear right if you will trust god i guarantee you he will open doors up mm-hmm. and the benefits that you get together as a marriage or as a couple right Right? Mm-hmm. Like even if you go in a car or you go to a hotel mm-hmm. or you go into some event, right. there's some things that you get, mm-hmm. uh, you get some benefits married that you wouldn't get single. So think about that for a little while.
0: Woo. You just hit on something um, that is so profound. There's some benefits that you will get married that you won't get single. And there's another um, point that you made that you said, there. there's some things that will happen we're not saying that trials uh, trials won't, won't come. Trials will will come. The Bible said, "Weapon will form, but they, they will not prosper. No weapon formed against me shall prosper." So I'm thinking, when you have those two and one accord, when those two becomes one, the two people becomes one, and the trial comes, because the two becomes one. One might say, "Well, let's pray." Mm-hmm. One one might encourage the other one by saying this too shall pass. So you, th- you you think about the benefits that you can have right there compared to the one who is saying, man, why this always happened to me? I'm gone and just um, abandoned the whole family, children and everything and the vision and the mission that God has given them because it's not just happening to save are unsafe people only. It happened to some safe people where they just walk away because they didn't understand how to build a strong marriage and the benefits that they have from being in that relationship. So when you have those trials and tribulation that forms and the two can stand together in faith, oh my God, you're talking about riding out the storm. You're talking about when you look back and said, (laughs) you'd be singing that song, I never could have made it. (laughs) But it's because of, it's that benefit that you have because your your partner was faithful, your partner remains faithful, and you remain faithful for your partner that caused you guys to override Mm -hmm. and to get into that smooth sailing Mm -hmm. as a couple.
1: Yeah, if I can piggyback on that, uh, that's a great statement there. If I can piggyback on that for just a second, let me just encourage everybody that even in the context of your marriage, when your marriage first starts, it's going to take time to build. Yes. It's going to take time to adjust. Give yourself the opportunity to let your loved one adjust as well as yourself. Right. And uh, don't abort, Mm -hmm. so to speak, the vision of your house that you two have decided that you want. because you have to reach the goal and some of these goals you cannot reach unless you reach it together yes i've discovered that yes. there's some goals in marriage that you will never reach unless you reach those goals together and one of the ways to reach those goals together is to be loving with each other to be patient with each other right. and understand if you were in other relationships or you're bringing other children into these right. relationships, it's going to take time mm-hmm. to blend it all together. Mm-hmm. You know, like, in a, like you're making a cake. You got to yes. put certain ingredients in. Mm-hmm. The word of God, this word right here is, is very vital. It is the main ingredient. Mm-hmm. If you will let the main ingredient be the main ingredient,
0: your marriage can survive. Wow. That's right. That is awesome. And you see, this is why, this is the reason why we are doing what we are doing today. It would have been easy for us to stay in bed and to lay down and to just enjoy our home. But you know, the Bible said to be, you, you should be concerned about others. And when we look around at our young men or young women, and a lot of people talk about them, the way their pants are sagging and all these different things. And true, yes, they're gonna get to the age where they wanna get married. Some of them, they just think just getting married is just the right thing to do, which it is. But there is so much that goes into that. So much that goes into that where you have to prepare yourself. Like you say, it might be a blended family. You have to have patience. You have to know how to, to respond to uh, a question or any little thing that is happening in that marriage. So there's so much to it that they don't know. And so many people... And that's what hurts my heart a lot, to see so many young couples just walk away because of one little mistake. One little mistake, they, they, they don't want to forgive. One little mistake and say, well, this is, maybe this wasn't the person for me. And then when you hear that from someone else, we talk about wise counseling. We talk about listening to people. We talk about the walls. We talk about the doors. When you allow other people to come in, and you allow them into that circle and you, you share with them what is happening and they're telling you, maybe that wasn't the person for you. Instead of telling you, instead of asking you what really happened and how do you see this happening? Why did it happen? And help you to see the root cause of the problem so that you can respond the right way or work things out together. And you can look back after 32 years of marriage and say, wow, now we have a lot to share with others. Mm-hmm. But after that one incident, because of that crazy uh, counseling uh, or com- uh, uh, conversation, and you telling the man, maybe that wasn't the right person for you, walk away. Mm-hmm. That's why we are here to help folks to build a strong marriage because we're going to talk about it in another segment the, the, the benefits of marriage, or how does it weigh on, on our community? Mm-hmm. Because, as much as we might think, well, it just affect this this family, it affects a whole lot of family because you're talking about kids being left uh, alone and and by themselves and wishing that they have mom and dad there, mm-hmm. and because that love is not there because the union is not there, they begin to fall for anything absolutely, absolutely.
1: Yeah. uh that's a great point that's a that's a real great point. I think you know also in marriage, when you are serious about Coming together with another individual, and you're willing to put your um, all your thoughts and ideals. I'm not saying you have to throw them all away, right. but you're willing to share those with your mate. That's coming in, and you begin to discuss that. You begin to talk about it. Mm-hmm. You begin to plan toward those uh, thing rather than letting your emotions carry you, and you just go down and you just get married because you just you know can't restrain yourself. Right. Uh, I wanna discuss that for just a second. It's Mm -hmm. so important to be able to manage you. It's so Mm -hmm. important to get your emotions under control. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes when you've been hurt in a certain Mm -hmm. relationship and you bring that over into your marriage, now those feelings have caused you to not be able Mm -hmm. to lift off some things that you have to adjust to. Mm I think about it as you was talking, it came up in my spirit about when someone is working out, they have what they call a spotter. Right. Mm-hmm. Your marriage partner becomes yes. your spotter. Right. That's, how, that's good. She is able or he is that's able good. to lift some things. Yeah, you may be dealing with mm-hmm. some issues internally mm-hmm. and it's been hard to lift it off of you, but they're able to come along and spot you. And help you that's to get stuff. to the next level. That's good stuff. In God. I pray that blesses <laughs> you hallelujah.
0: That's good stuff. That, that blesses me. I like that spotter. Mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. that. I love that. And it and, and so many, so many of us um really miss that point in life, miss that point in our marriage. And that's why we have to be together. That's why we have to work together and and, and have um conversation like this and shows like this because I thank God for my spotter and I know you thank God for your spotter too because there's some times when I try to um I came up come up with some ideas not saying that they're bad but probably it wasn't the right time their timing wasn't right and my spotter can see well can we just um scale that back a little bit Uh, can we move forward with this a little bit and it's the same thing you can switch it around I become now I becomes horse spotter there's some things that she might want to do. I would say, well, can we just hold off on that for a minute? Or uh, can we do this and that for a minute? You know, so it is good to have that spotter. That's right. It is good to have, and it cannot happen unless the two becomes one. Like the Bible said, how can the two walk together unless they agree? You got to become one. You got to put the past aside, especially the past. There's nothing wrong with starting over. Yeah, the relationship didn't work out fine. But you have an opportunity now to make it even better. Learn from those mistakes. Learn from, get yourself around people who have been married, people who have that experience, who people who already experienced certain things in their life that they can help you. They can show you. They can teach you some things. It's time out for that old saying, um, oh, that's old stuff. You know, you are old. You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. You better, you, you better take that back because they know what they're talking about. They've been here before you. They have seen some things before you and they can tell you some things. And a lot of times we as the younger generation always refuse good counseling, true counseling. And that's what got us in trouble. And many, many, many people don't take responsibility for their action, they wanna blame someone else. But they have, God has put good people in their life, in their churches, in their neighborhood, in their family, but sometimes they refuse to listen. That's a good
1: point. And you know, as you were talking, I was thinking about this. Marriage can also be almost like um, getting on an airplane ride, right? And let me explain that, there is coach, and then there's first class. Mm -hmm. We all get on the plane pretty much or pretty close to the same time, but there is a distinction in our travel privileges and there is a distinction in what we receive and how we enjoy the flight. Mm -hmm. The single life is almost like coach. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. It's almost like traveling in coach.
0: coach yeah. You got to
1: bump up against this one. You're not <laughs> yeah. going to have the room to stretch yeah. your legs out. Right. And, you know, you really, and that's not any knock on any single, and it's no, not any no, knock no, on no, any airline. No. Please, please don't no, send us no, letters no. or anything like we that. Yeah. But I'm just using this as an analogy right. that, you know, sometimes the seats may not be like they are, but when you get married and you stay consistent and you step on up to first class, it's being upgraded. Right you're being upgraded, Upgraded. your life is being upgraded. Mm -hmm. Now in first class, there's certain amenities, I'll put it that way, that's a big word. There's certain amenities you get in first class that you don't have to pay for. Wow. Where if you were in coach, you would have to pay for Mm them. So what we're saying this morning to you is this, uh, be enjoyable with each other love each other because you can get some benefits in marriage i'll say it again you can get some amenities in marriage that you can't get anywhere else
0: amen amen you couldn't say it any better wow well as we come to the end of this segment pastor bill i want to thank you for being here again and i'm going to let you do the honor i'm not picking on you but i want you to pray for our young people pray for the marriages out there and um just bless the folks
1: amen thank you so much and thank you so much for uh for tuning in to all those i want to speak a word to the marriages to the young people mm-hmm. i want to i want you to be encouraged to uh to take the advantage of when you come together, know that all things work together for good to them that love the Lord, to them who are the called according to your purpose. Marriage is still honorable, like we said before in another broadcast. It can happen and you can do it. It's almost like this. You can take the plunge and know you can get into the water and swim just as good as anybody else can. That's important. And let me encourage you, if you've been thinking about getting married and you're not really sure, Make sure this is the right person for you. Begin to talk and if, if, if two of you can agree, then you know it's getting near the time that you can be together. So let's pray for every marriage out there right now. Father, I thank you right now. I believe that you are moving on the hearts of people right now that are listening to this broadcast. I pray for every beginning marriage. I pray for every marriage in the middle seasons. And I also pray for the marriages of older people that have stayed together 35, 40 years, 45 years. We believe longevity is possible in marriage. Consistency is possible in marriage. And what you do today, will affect tomorrow. Help us to understand that we don't always have the time we think we have. So we have to make every moment count and every opportunity count. This is my prayer for everyone in Jesus'
0: name. Amen. Amen, amen. We want to thank you guys for joining us again on The Head of the Household. Until next time, we love you. Peace. God bless you.